your emergency broadcast system, announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Weapons of Class 4 and lower have been authorized for use during the purge. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Police, fire, and emergency medical services will be unavailable until tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. when the purge concludes. Blessed be our new founding fathers and America, a nation reborn. May God be with you all. Welcome to another episode of Media Rewind on the Boom Howdy Entertainment Network. Boom Howdy. I'm Dustin P. Yeah, I'm Genius McGee. And on this episode, we recap USA's The Purge, Episode 10, the season finale. <laughs> entitled A Nation Reborn. <laughs> and if my little opening didn't allude to it, uh-huh. USA has actually picked up The Purge for season two. Nice. Which both of us are extremely excited about. Yes! Because, so, like, yeah, yeah, we'll go into it why, but. Then again, like you always say, for the sake of brevity and our listeners, we're going to go right into spoilers. And at the same time, ones like I always say, this is the end. This is the... Why are you taking my line? Because... Stealing my thunder. No, because I was going to be like... I was going to be like, if, we're not, if you're not used to spoilers now... There's no fucking point in jumping exactly. into the very tail end. Absolutely. What's this Purge show all about? Mm. Oh, I hear they've got a new show on USA. Mm. It's only on episode 10. Maybe I can catch it up. Perhaps. But I'm really excited to hear that news, and we can talk about it a little bit later on in the episode. Yeah. But for the sake of brevity and our listeners, spoiler, 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 you have been warned. Genius, what was your take on this episode? I dug the shit out of this episode. There was... I saw a lot of things coming, but it was super, super, super satisfying. There was a lot of, co- but there was beefs. There was a couple of beefs. minor beefs. Nah, I, there was yeah, minor beefs. But overall, I dug it. I dug it a lot. I thought it was a good uh, finale to everything. A lot of good catharsis on some good stuff. Yeah, know? and like we talked off off a of mic, uh, we're gonna go ahead and break this down into two different sections that are gonna kind of you know combine toward the end of our episode. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about Pete the Cop and Miguel on their way to the school. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about all of the other characters that are right. kind of in the school with the Purge Protector. <clears throat> so, which I guess we would probably pretty much talk about Miguel and Joe, yeah. or Ma- Miguel Joe. and Pete first. Yeah, let's go to M- Miguel and Pete because then, yeah, that yeah, makes more so sense. So, we see him in route, you know, after the car blows up and everything. <laughs> Uh, we, we see that, you know, Miguel and Pete have launched this plan that, you know, since it's only two of them and I, I'm assuming they're like <coughs> hired goons from the Carnival of Flesh. Goons? Hired goons. Hired goons. <laughs> <laughs> so since they're hired goons from the Carnival of Flesh, uh, ironically, we did point out that they are red shirts. Very exactly. much. Li- they are Star Trek red shirts because and, they are literal red shirts. And targets. Yeah. <laughs> so. We see that, you know, Rex the Texan is out searching for, you know, Miguel and, and Joe, the uh, Pete, Joe, Pete, the, Pete cop, the cop during this, uh, during the, the, I would say probably, what would you say? The twilight of the purge? Yeah. You know, it's, it's almost well, like about an, about an hour, hour and a half before there, purge is yeah, over. Yeah. There's about an hour and a half left. So like time's a ticking. Yeah. But dude, I dug the shit out of this part, man. Oh yeah. This was awesome because you know, they're down in numbers. Uh-huh. So Pete just says, you know, Hey. They, they've got some people that, that are looking for us, but they're spread out. Let's go on the offensive. And Miguel's like, fuck yeah, let's go on the offensive. Right? No, it was it was a great fucking play because I even said good plan, Pete, because he goes, they think we're running. But little do they know that we are like waiting for them. They, little did they know that they fucked with the wrong Marines. Exactly. He said they isolated themselves. And like yeah. I was like, holy shit, there's going to be some shenanigans. There's going to be some like Hitman takedowns. Right? And you know what? Speaking of the takedowns, I thought it was going to be like, you know, uh, like more knockouts and more like like takedowns and sleeper holds no, as opposed baby, to it's like the purge. it's the fucking purge, dude. <laughs> but Miguel picks up that barbecue skewer and just grabs that dude by the uh, by the head and just goes stick 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 right in the neck. I was like, holy shit! I was not expecting that because like, go to sleep. 
go to sleep, right? And then he just fucking leaves and, him. Yeah, there. impales him under the chin up <laughs> to his brainstem right? with a barbecue fork. <laughs> right? A fucking barbecue red shirt. But even better than that. <laughs> but before we go into that one, before we go to the next one, my thing is because he just kind of flips him over and leaves him there. Uh-huh. Now, I'm thinking they're running away. There's nowhere near the carnival of flesh. What happens the next day if the person not participating in the purge just goes up and <laughs> wakes up to take wakes their up trash like, out? Right, like, holy shit, the fuck, right? How do you, like, like man, I didn't even do this. Dude, I'd be so pissed. I'd be so angry. Fucking, I know all crime is illegal or legal in it, but fucking littering? Yeah. Fuck you, you boop, know? Boop, boop, boop. 911, how may I direct your call? Uh, yeah, there's a guy with a barbecue skewer stuck in his head on my front porch. Right? They probably have, like, <laughs> they probably have, like, a system that you call to, like, get the dead. Like, yeah, like, purge like, sanitation? It'd be 199, like, the opposite <laughs> of, like, fucking, you don't get the help, you get fucked up. Well, like, and, and we talked about, I dead. think it was in episode one, you know, how shitty it would be to be the purge management guy. Right. That would be like, uh, well... Sorry, Roger, you have to go pick up all the people that are dead from the perk. Man, Man fuck, fuck this job. Man, fuck. I better be getting overtime. Yesterday <laughs> was a holiday. He's just got like a, he's got like a donkey in a cart just ringing. Bring out your dead. <laughs> oh, that would fucking suck. But anyway, so yeah, so he like fucking shakes the fucking like steaks done and then just flips them over with the barbecue fork in them. I was like, God damn. But like the, the, the next one. And, and the next kill, I mean, honestly, th- this has got to be the best one. Pete the cop gets a hold of one of the red shirts and he hasn't come through this fence. He triggers like a motion light or whatever Mm -hmm. it was. And when a guy comes through the fence, Pete the cop uses a piece of barbed wire as a garrote. Right. And chokes this guy out. Chokes the fucker out with barbed wire. At first, I was like, where did he get that fucking I thought it was wire? maybe like just a piece of wire. Right. Maybe some fencing. Something he found. Maybe like he found a wire hanger and he did it yeah. like that. I thought he was resourceful like that. I didn't know he could take the fucking barbed wire off the fence, take it off, unspool it, and choke that fucker. It was crazy. Cause, and, then, and at first, I didn't even see his barbed wire. I just saw it was a little bit more bloody. And, it was uh-huh. kind of, and I was like, wow, he's fucking really choking him out if it's going inside of him that deep. Not until he kind of pan out and you see the barbed wire fence. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah, and then, Pete, and then Pete pop. drops the piece. And it's, you know, he drops the piece of wire. Kind of like a Hansel and Gretel thing. Yeah, and it's all bloody and just kind of laying there. But I got to give it to, I got to give it to the purge. And especially the people who are like, oh, the purge is nothing but blood and guts and gore and blah, 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 blah. Right? First of all. I didn't even see that much blood and guts and gore until because it was all done in the shadows and actually made the effect of all the blood and guts and gore better when Pete the cop finally pulled it back and then you saw it was barbed wire. Mm-hmm. It was, I thought that that was a good um, less is more technique that the purge has been doing, and that goes to the all the whole entire uh, the whole entire yeah. Series. I mean, there has been there has been you know episodes of gore, yeah, but it hasn't relied on gore to push mm-hmm. the story, which is really refreshing. Especially I mean, because for they, the purge. Yeah, they, because they could have gone, like, completely just gore-fest, you know, ah, bring the dump truck of fake blood. Right. And, you know, just sprayed everybody down with, like, a fire hose of it. Yeah. But, but, you know, like we talked about in episode one and two when, you know, Miguel's going through and he's seeing everybody being murdered with his night vision goggles. Right. And, you know, things that are happening off screen that, that were, you know, you know, I guess it was, you know. Uh, Carnival of the Mind. And, the magic and, and, school bus. Yeah. When they pull that grill out, like, <laughs> and what what happens in the shadows and, <coughs> right. and those kind of things so i mean no they, i dug they it they did a good job with this one yeah they well not even this one man the, the entire no, series all of them yeah but so, like this one was good but th- then i thought they were gonna break into friendly fire because they're both like in killing mode uh-huh. and they both sneak up bunch of like whoa oh shit it's you you know i was like oh friendly fire oh man they, that, that, i'm glad that was a good moment of levity i saw it kind of coming but it was welcomed. There was a lot of. That's one of my main beefs in this in this episode and this whole episode. Some I of saw, the things are kind of telegraphed. Yeah, they kind of are, but they're almost like action cliches. But at the same time, I thought that it was done with enough levity and enough balance that it was like I'll allow it and I'll go for the ride with. Yeah, it. to make it realistic. Yeah, almost I mean, because yeah, because these types of things would. You know, happen. Yeah. I mean, you're you're sneaking around and everything, and all of a sudden, no oh, shit. Right, know? right. No, this is a good. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. I'm going on. A okay, so the, the you know, uh, Pete the cop and Miguel, it, you know, dispatch. I would probably say what would you know, two people, mm-hmm. just two of yeah, the, just two, two just of the hunting get, party, just two enough to get out because he he said they're gonna follow us anyway. Yeah, we might as well take a few out and then yeah, have them. So the, so they finally get to the school where Joe has everybody kind of locked up and he's putting them on trial. Mm-hmm. And when Miguel's going through, he knows. Notices that 
pretty much everything is booby trapped. I mean, and and we see that in cut shots of, of Joe's uh, of Joe's story early on. We right. see him cut cut shots of him, you know, placing the booby trap of the shotgun behind the two doors. Yeah. Uh, you know, we see him bolting down the cage. And but whatnot. I want to get into that later. You know, so and then so we see all the booby traps that Miguel and, and Pete the cop are coming across because they just so, came from his house and his house has already been booby trapped. Yeah, and hell. they know that you know because I mean they see all the doors that are booby trapped, mm-hmm. the windows are booby trapped, right? You know, and then they try to get in. Well, then Pete has the idea. He's like, well, you know, can you disarm it enough to where we can move it? Yeah, and he goes, this this idea might be bad, but it's the one we got at this point. I was like, Pete, you're brilliant. I love your character. <laughs> Pete just. Pete was one of the MVPs for me in this whole entire series. Oh, yeah. Especially in this episode. Yeah, he was a badass. But, yeah, so he goes, okay, how can you move it? And I'm like, what the fuck are you going to do, Pete? And there was a part of me, he goes, like, let's party and throw it and, like, kind of escape. But I didn't see what was going to happen next, and I liked what happened. So, basically, what he did, he set up this bomb. Yeah, next, like an IED. Right. Next to this tripwire. And he's like, kind of like, I'm over here. Yeah, and he's baiting him. Yeah, and it was great because you see Rex the Texan, which I'm still kind of pissed that they made him a hardcore villain. But at the same time, I'll allow it. You know what I'm saying? It's Purge Night. Right. It's he's Purge. a collector. He's a collector. He's like, if I don't get paid, and Pete's over there like, man, I'll pay you double. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll what, what, what's the word? Um, when you resell the bar. Yeah, he goes, oh, I'll, I'll remortgage yeah, the, the bar. He goes, I'll yeah. do whatever he needs to do. But whatever he's paying, just let us go. And he goes, all right, cool. But first, no. You know, and I was like, man, fuck you, Rex the Texan. Right? Because <laughs> <laughs> then he was just, like, coming up closer. And the t- I was getting tense because I knew what was going to happen. And I was just like, do it. Do it, Rex. Do it, Rex. Do it, Rex. Do it. Right? And then finally, finally, uh, he goes, no. Uh, and I'm like, no. Don't ruin the plan. You know? <laughs> Come on. One more step. One Foiled more step. again. Right? But then finally, what did he say to, like, egg him on? Like, fuck you or something like that. <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, Rex fell for it, man. Right? And then, kaboom! That was awesome. And it gave him an in into the school. Exactly. You know, it blew a hole in the wall. That's efficiency right exactly. there. Exactly. Two for one. Mm-hmm. Or seven for one. Right. You know, because he wiped out pretty much all of the all of the red shirts and, and Rex the Texan. Yeah. And then he uh, then he blew a hole in the wall <laughs> to be able to get in. So, hey. And then that. Economy. Leads. Exactly. But that's another one of my beefs. Did you notice aftermath the carnage of the uh, explosion? There was like a long beat on something moving. Yeah, right? it was like one a, of the it was one of the guys. Right. I thought it was Rex the Texan because it was like dun dun dun. Right. And I was like, man, it's not Rex the Texan, right? They never brought back Rex the Texan, and then they showed him dead. And I'm like, well, don't just have some random henchman like Why? live, you know? Because like Rex kinda... got blowed up. He was the one that triggered the the tripwire. I know, but I like Rex the Texan. I didn't Too know... bad he stood next to the yeah, bomb. That's yeah, his he bad. Did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> so so we get random henchman number three that is <laughs> still kind of kind of muddling around on the ground after the explosion that would fucking suck but like the next day like what happened did you have a good time on purge night man it was it, it was shitty you know <laughs> i got my ass exploded so we, we see that miguel and, and pete actually you know gain entry into the school mm-hmm. and you know they're searching for you know joe and penelope and and trying to figure out what's what well Pete the Cop and Miguel come upon Jenna and Rick, and this is where the stories really collide. Yeah. So. Now we rewind. Yeah, and now we rewind a little bit to the beginning of. Yeah, rewind a little bit to the beginning of the story where we see Joe doing all of his preparations. You know, he's booby trapping the school, Mm -hmm. and he is affixing the cage to the stage. You know, so he's starting to bolt it down, and then all of a sudden, honk, honk. Uh huh. Oh, well, I got to leave one bolt undone. Right. I really like this because when they, I know when they, when they, um, started at the beginning and it was like him prepping and then they had that narration of like Tony Robbins mm-hmm. or the Tony Robbins thing. And cause that's what he digs. Um, and he's over there and you know what? Sometimes life will throw at you something and just be prepared because you never know what will happen. And then that be shows prepared for a world of possibility. Exactly. And then it just kind of pans out to like the one, uh, nut undone. And I was like, Bravo! Well yep. done! You know, because one, that was a very good framing device, and two, is a good explanation of, because you know, if they didn't show something like that, man, how the fuck Penelope gonna do, do, do what she right? got? What she got? A socket set in her, in her prison purse? Right? So. So. <laughs> I'm just so, saying, she didn't have a handbag. 
Exactly. So then, like, you know, it was a good framing device, and it was a good loophole closer. Yeah. I thought that was well done. And plus, like, I was like, ah, that made me smile. Yeah, it, it did me, too, because I was just like, ah, I see what you're going with with this thing. Right. It made yeah. me smile. I, I enjoyed it immensely. So, you know, Joe finally decides that he's going to put Rick and Jenna on trial. And the storyline is going through with them. You know, we knew that Joe was at, post the plant getting shut down. He started right. selling the, 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 the security systems for the purge. Mm-hmm. And he gets this gigantic deal to go through where he's going to start doing this this apartment building. The, the main apartment building, and then also the individual units, he's going to start arming them for the purge and, you know, putting the alarm systems and everything into play. Right. And and this just happens to be the apartment complex that Rick and Jenna have, have started to build. Mm-hmm. So we go through and, you know, the tension's building, tension's building. We're trying to figure out, you know, why in the hell is are Rick and Jenna and Joe even kind of intertwined? Right. Because Rick keeps saying, you know, no, I paid him, I paid him. You know, I know, I know he's a subcontractor, but I paid him. Well, we find out that Rick ended up using um, the fine print in the contract to screw Joe out of, you know, payment or Something you know completion like money for. Yeah. But honestly, in Rick's defense, see, okay, you should on. have been smarter to read the contract and read the fine print. I am a contractor by trade. <laughs> I have to take. I I have to give my clients contracts. Sometimes the the fine print comes back to bite me in the ass. Sometimes it saves me. You know, it's just one of those things. Right. It, that that's what happens in business. Right. But somebody got butt hurt over the contract not working out in his favor, so he decided to purge. <laughs> that's pretty much all of Joe <laughs> encompassed in a nutshell. <laughs> Dude, Joe used to be one of my favorite fucking characters, and then he became one of the most despicable pieces of shit. Now, <laughs> right? Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I didn't even think about that. The, what you're arguing, you've got to read the frying pit. But at the same time, yes, mm-hmm. I'm 100% agreement with that because I was also thinking, man, Joe, first of all, fuck you. And second of all, at first, I believed Rick was really on the up and up and he wanted to succeed. Mm-hmm. And I think he still did up until the time when he said, yeah, you know what? He the, was underwater. The bank started fucking with me. Then mm-hmm. this started fucking with me. Then the other started fucking with me. And then I have to. So to save my ass, I got to cut somebody else out. Yep. And, you know, that's a tough decision you have to make. But sometimes at the same time, you make decisions. He still got Joe still got money. Yeah, he, he was. He did. Yeah, he was compensated. He was compensated. He was just wasn't for all a lot of the extra stuff. Well, no, it wasn't even the extra the stuff. Sh- if if you listen to the throwaway lines, and this is something I have to adhere to, that he had contractor. shoddy work. No, it wasn't shoddy work. Rick mentions he failed inspections. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. If you fail inspections, you didn't do the job correctly. Exactly. That's my other point. And and that's what Joe even alludes to. He's like, no, let me come back and try to make right on this. You can work with clients in, right. in that certain, you know, certain aspects. Like if you forget, if you're not necessarily negligent, but if you're forgetful and you own up to the you know responsibility, say, hey, you know, I'll come back and I'll do this at a later time. Cool. You know, handshake, you know, gentleman's agreement, a handshake and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But if it's in writing, it, both parties have to adhere to it. Honestly, I mean, this is where we're going to go people's court. Yeah. And I'm going to side on the side of Rick and Jenna. I'm going to have to, too, because if the, if the compensate, if he did not. Uh, not even if it's shoddy work, not even that. It's just at the time, right? Yeah. If he didn't do this by the time inspection comes, putting up something, especially when you're dealing with cities and governments and shit, if you're not there, you got to wait weeks, 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 weeks. Absolutely. That's you're still, you have to pay people. And you have to repay to have those inspections done. Exactly. So him not getting that shit done, that's costing everybody. Exactly. So, yeah. He did it to himself. So he probably should have just shot himself. Yeah. There so- we go. God purge, damn. Purge, purge, purge God over. God damn. Hey, man. That's you, not where I expected this to go. Hey, he's putting people on trial for, you know, doing things wrong, and he was the one that did it wrong. That's true. Glass houses and stones and shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, fuck Joe. But see, yeah, he I know. Probably wouldn't have, he probably wouldn't have installed the alarm correct on that glass house anyway. See. <laughs> gotcha. You are fucking extra critical about that shit. I bet you were pissed as hell when he didn't get the nut all the way down. I was. I knew it like fucking finish the job, you know? Like, <laughs> but <laughs> would have never passed the union inspection. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, see, they're proof positive he didn't pass inspection. Exactly. There we go. He does he does uh bad He can't work. even put a he can't even put a lag screw in. How am I gonna trust him with my purge security? He can't even put a bomb on a door that doesn't detonate when anybody touches it. Fuck him. Exactly. You know? He's out of the super villain league. But anyway, so no, uh 
I forgot. Oh no, yeah. So anyway, Joe. Yeah, I'm totally with Rick on that because that's some shitty shit. And so at the same time, you do feel bad for Joe because he did lose his job at the plant and he is trying to make ends meet. And the end of the day, yeah. shit rolls downhill and somebody is gonna get burnt. Ain't nobody gonna be happy. Unfortunately, somebody always stands at the bottom of the hill. Yeah, and then he was like, well, you just took advantage of my eagerness and stuff. I don't think that's the case. I think Rick truly did want to work with Joe, and I think that Rick really, if everything was uh, everything was 100% hunky-dory, mm-hmm. I think he would have like paid him okay. I just think because he got a crunch, it put him in a bad situation. Now, would he kind of be a shy? Is he shady? Yeah, Rick's yeah, kind of shady. You no, know, I'm not, I'm not saying that Rick that. is completely 100% you know, without fault. Yeah. Because no, I no, mean, no. He still fucked him up. I think, I think he should have given him the opportunity to come back and, you know, possibly, you know, get everything fixed and, and done again. If there because, was time, but, but you know, Rick even alludes to it when they're at the bar having that drink, he goes, you know, this is a big job and you know, we are under stringent guidelines to get this thing done. Mm-hmm. And you know, Joe's like, Oh no, I'm, 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 I'm eager. I'm willing. This is, this would be a big bump for me and I'm, I'm happy to do it. And it's just like, well, you know, sometimes you bought off more than you can chew, you know? Yep. I, I know as, as a one-man contractor that has, you know, subcontractors that, that work with me every once in a while, I know I'm not going to try to build a house by myself. Right. So I'm not going to try to even take on that job. Right. So there we go. Exactly. Life lesson learned. <laughs> Joe learned the hard way. <laughs> so did Rick. Life lessons by Mount Baldy. There we go. So we, we see that, you know, Joe is putting Jenna and Rick on trial. And Rick finally just admits to it. You know, look, we, we use the fine print to, to get over on this guy. Mm-hmm. Which brings me to my... Fuck you, Jenna. Okay? First of all... I'm sorry. <laughs> that, Jenna's like, you knew and you did it. How could you do it and all that shit? First of all, there's bigger issues at hand than you Yeah, you indignant. got a gun on you. Again, stop getting so indignant at the wrong time, you know? First of all, worry about that. And then she's going to be like, how could you... Rah! God damn it, Jenna, quit. Can you just stop it for one night? Just one night, Jenna, you know? Anyway, continue. I just had to, like, I was so angry at Jenna at that point. Yeah, and and you see that, you know, Joe gives her the the option. He said, you know, you don't know what your husband did. He ruined me. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you the option. You can live if you purge your husband. Mm -hmm. And he gives. Because you put us here. That's what she said. Yeah, because she she was at that point, she was even turning on Rick a little bit. And I couldn't tell whether or not it was a plot device to try to, you know, try to lure him in or whether or not she was just really just kind of hurt at the whole deal. She was really hurt and she was really angry. Again, all this stuff. You put us here by taking, because she even got like, you know, they say, if you take the devil's money, he's going to get his dues. And I was like, Jenna. And maybe this is the reason why we're in this situation is because we took the devil's money. I understand. I understand when you're facing a life or death situation, you tend to get esoteric and like cosmic and shit. But at the same time, you should do that shit in the cell. Not when the gun's right barrel at your head, (laughs) you know? And then like, this is all your fault. You know, it's like. So Joe gives Jenna the gun Mm -hmm. and she essentially purges yeah. but rick doesn't die because the gun doesn't have a bullet in it here's a beef. here's another beef okay so there was something very oddly satisfying and cathartic putting uh, putting jenna under that situation where she has to purge the yeah uh, because rick. she was being so just mm-hmm. self-righteous mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. rick was posed with that same yep, that, yep. that same thing How back at the stanton dinner party touch the gun uh and next thing you know I pop right <laughs> i was like yes like i'm so glad it's putting you in such distress you know i i i, I like that but it wasn't as satisfying as i hoped it would because i hope i hope there was a bullet in the I trigger did too. i didn't want to say I, I, I thought that would be very very like ah in your face appropriate you know? yeah right so it was it was it was, it was like a good cathartic yeah you know, in your face, Jenna, you're not better than anybody else. You're no better than me, Jenna, right? And at the same time, it was like, man, that could have ended up cooler, you yeah. know? But uh, So at that point, you know, after after the faux bullet shooting and everything and, and – well, at the same time, at the same time, so I'm over there like getting all like I'm, I'm like I'm actually again smiling at the part where he's like, "You gotta choose, Jenna," and I'm like, <laughs> right. At the same time, Penelope going back to why the purge protector didn't uh, pass inspections. He's got that big old nut up, 
and she's over there with her hands behind the back and she's trying to twist it, twist it, twist mm-hmm. it. And she and finally gets it out. She, yeah. And it's funny. She's <laughs> she's like, she talks to the other red shirt lady, uh, not the carnival of flesh, but just the disposable character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the disposable character. And she's like, are you going to, are you, I, I got to plan you down for this. She goes, fuck yeah, let's do this shit. I know. Yeah. And she was, was like, all yes! super eager. Because yeah, I would have, because she could have been like, you know, stop it. He might let us go if you don't. He's like, fuck it. We're going to die anyway. We might as well. No, right? he already killed people. Exactly. He already strangled Jane. That's what I'm saying. We're if it comes to fight or just sit there and die, just I'm gonna fucking fight. Exactly. So she's like, fuck yeah. And so like, I'm gonna kill this bitch. I know. Put, puts, <laughs> puts the bolt to the girl's neck. And look, it's my right to purge. And yep. and Joe's pissed. He's oh, like, yeah. no, Penelope, you can't. This is my right. This isn't your right. And then he goes, she goes, fuck you. You're gonna purge me over because I didn't say thank you. Exactly. And you're telling me about indignity shit. You know, fuck you. I'm gonna purge this bitch. Yeah. Right? And it's it's complete. You know, head games that Penelope's playing with with Joe I, at that part. Good for fucking and it her. worked. Good it abs- for her. And it absolutely worked because Joe unlocks the cage, mm-hmm. starts to come in and then we get probably one of the coolest parts of the entire series so far yes she jabs that long ass screw right, right into his, his eye fucking eye and he's like oh and it was gory as shit when she put it in there too because it went up in there mm-hmm. but it wasn't as gory as when he tried to pull it out that made very me, true that made me cringe I, so the the screw to the eye allows you know Jenna and Rick and the disposable red shirt lady and uh-huh. Penelope to you know kind of get off into the school out of the cage right and, and run off past the traps because the one that hasn't been loaded yet yeah exactly right. so w- at that point we see Joe just really struggling to like oh my god what do I do do I do I bandage this do I do I pull it out what do would Tony I- Robbins do yeah and well he pulls it out slowly slowly and squishily you know what I'm saying those are like. <laughs> Squishily, mm-hmm. huh? new word. Yep, Webster's pay attention because <laughs> it was just all like all juicy sounding. You know what I'm saying? I don't have the best sound system ever, but like I don't even have a good sound system. But it sounded gory. Yeah, you know. And so like I liked it because he's like ah, and it's just like this viscera and gore just comes out of his eye. And I was like, bravo. You know what it sounded like? Mm. Have you ever made a hamburger patty with your hands? <laughs> That's exactly what yeah, it sounded it like. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. So we, we, we see him yank the, the, the screw, the lag bolt out of his eye. Ay, ay, ay. Oh. <laughs> que malo. Ay, no es bueno. So what we've got is now we've got the, the one-eyed purge protector <coughs> trying yeah. to search out all these other people. Well, that's when. Keeping the, an eye out for him. I'll, I'll, oh yeah. Jesus! I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. I might have to edit that piece out. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What we come to now is the the part where Jenna and Rick actually see uh, <coughs> Miguel and Pete, the cop, mm-hmm. and they draw down on each other because they don't know each other, right? You know, but they they finally come to a consensus that you know, hey, we're not here to hurt you. I'm looking for my sister. Uh, Jenna tells Miguel that, you know, Penelope is, you know, not safe, but she's out of the cage and whatnot. Well, he could have said, hey, I'm looking for Penelope. Yeah. Like, have you seen her? Have you seen her? Have you seen her? Yeah. Again, get to the point, Miguel. Exactly. Tact. Yeah, exactly. You know? Don't just tell somebody to drop their gun and not tell them why you were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then at that point, you know, random red shirt guy from Rex the Texans uh, group comes in, <laughs> pops Rick twice, shoots Pete the cop in the leg. Yep. And kind of drops him. So... That that pretty much indisposes Pete the cop and Rick and Rick. Rick's dead. No, Rick's shot dying him. slowly. But is it bad that like even though I know that Pete the cop just got shot in the leg and he's got Kevlar, Rick's sitting there with two bullet holes and he's bleeding out to death. I felt more bad for Pete. I was like, oh no, not Pete! Don't get shot, Pete. Fuck you, Rick. Because Pete tries to help people, man. Right? I was like more like, oh no, not. I was like, Rick, you you, you could have died with Jenna and I I. I once he, once Jenna didn't pull the trigger, I was done with him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> At that point, he was already scratched off the list. I was done. I was done with both of them. If they both die, cool. If they won, whatever. I knew Jenna wasn't going to die. Well, yeah, not not at all. I, I I don't think the show would. I don't even for cable. I don't think they would. Right. This kill is the a purge. Woman. This is the purge land, but we're still watching it in the real world now. Yeah, exactly. You know? I don't think they would cross that line. So once he didn't pull the trigger, I was like, okay, either purge protector's going to get him. He's going to uh, die at a trap or some sort of shit shenanigans, or they're going to live happily ever after. Either way, fuck well, nobody ever, nobody lives happily no, ever after not in the, the purge. purge. Not in the purge. So what we have is that Rick is dying slowly. He, you know, they, <laughs> we have a lot of conversation between him and Jenna, and he says, you know, take, 
take the baby away, you know. Tell her I said I loved her. Yeah, start a new life, give her a kiss, you know, get get away from this this event, mm-hmm. you know, and, and he's talking about the purge. Well, Pete the Cop agrees to stay with her because, I mean, what what else is Pete the Cop going to do? I mean, he's got right. he's injured. He's he got a bullet in the leg. Yeah, he's done. Yeah. He's benched. So we see that Miguel is going after Penelope, and actually probably one of the funniest parts of of the the show for me yes and it's not meant to be funny no but it was great but it is highly ironical f- and funny so the the lady that was in the cage with with penelope is like no come this way <coughs> and the minute she turns the corner to go down the hallway boom no no no. penelope says we need to stick together boom you said no. no. You need to. Oh, stick I know. Together. I said no. You need to stick together. When that lady blew into pieces, she, it was such a good kill because it just went. You just see like a leg, you know. I I liked it. I liked it a lot. But I knew she was. I knew she was gone. Yeah. I mean, she she was essentially cannon fodder for the the show in this one because I mean we knew that. We well, we had an inkling that mm-hmm. some of the characters were gonna die, but oh, we didn't know who. It's the purge. I thought it was gonna be Rick. I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be Rick, and I thought it was gonna be Pete. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm thankful that they didn't kill Pete. Me too. Um, but That's like spoilers. like you said earlier, you know, Rick is kind of at this point. He's he's he, dead to me. He I'm neutral to to Rick at this point. Right. No. No. Once Jenna didn't pull the trigger, but at the same time, <laughs> that's the thing. I knew Rick was gonna die, and I didn't care. I knew the red, I knew the red shirt disposable one lady was gonna die, and I was waiting for it because I knew it was gonna be good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And so that's like the, you know, the angel and the devil, but yeah. mostly devils. So we we see that you know Penelope is kind of running through this thing all alone, and mm-hmm. Miguel's trying to you know in chase. Mm-hmm. So M- Miguel is is still searching for Penelope. Penelope comes into the the uh, the, the aquatic center of this high school, which. I didn't really quite understand why the pool was still full, but we'll get into that. Um, you know, for an abandoned for an abandoned Spring high break! school, <laughs> they just up and left. Right. They're all in like padre, but uh, <laughs> she she comes to a door where she really can't fit through, and it, and this was really cool on on the you know the people that produced the purge because you have that glimmer of hope that you know Penelope is a wee girl, yeah, maybe she's gonna be able to fit through that door because right. it's kind of it's blocked on the other side. Well, nope. Purge protector grabs her and yanks her back in, and just get in here. Man. Oh yeah, and it just kind of throws her around and ragdolls her. And Penelope, you know, she has really good dialogue with the purge protector. She and just, did great in this episode. Yeah, and, and she's just talking to him. You know, Joe talks to uh, Penelope about you know where were you born? She goes Staten Island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just it, all of the things that they've done with Joe's character for like the past three episodes. You know the the blind date that he goes on with Jane, mm-hmm. where he's talking about her, you know her ethnicity leading to her getting ahead, and 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 her being a female is is the reason why she's getting ahead. And then, you know, where were you born? He's it went from it, it went from ignorant racism and like just and to plain old hate speech. Yeah, to overt racism. Right. You know, and and that's we we've talked about it before. You know, that's what this particular show and these movies are doing a really good job of. You know, they're they're not the old tagline for, you know, Law and Order was, you know, ripped from the headlines. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Blumhouse and the and the producers of, of the purge and the writers are literally taking things that are happening currently in yeah. the in the current political climate and they're interjecting them into the show. These aren't ripped from the headlines. These are like ripped from like real everyday life. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, so we, we know that, you know, Joe is almost a fucking a, asshole. Yeah, he's, he's just an ass. Racist ass clown. Which like <clears throat> at first I was kinda mad for them turning Joe from the Purge Protector into the, the heel basically. But at the same time, he makes a great heel. He really does. He makes a fantastic heel because he's one of the things that he's everything that's wrong with American society right now. Well, that and he still believes in rules. Because that's true. You know, when Miguel finally comes yeah, in Yeah, that's when mm-hmm. when Miguel finally comes in and they, they you know they start talking about everything and they get into this gigantic fight. Well, the purge protector lays one hell of a right hand on Penelope and knocks her damn near, knocks her damn near dead. He not only that, he punches her right in the fucking face. Yeah. Then he picks. And then her he up, picks her up and, and he slams her, her up yeah. against the wall. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit! This is a lifetime movie. So now Joe is getting in a, into a fist fight and an altercation with mm-hmm. Miguel, and then all of a sudden it's the purge horn sounds. The purge is done. 
Because he had Miguel dead to rights. Too. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. If it would have been like 10 seconds later, he would have fucking just popped Miguel right in the dome. Yep. But, so, purge horn sounds. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, he goes from vengeful purge protector to... Whiny baby. Oh. Oh, the purge is over. Oh. Okay, well... Aw, shucks. Damn. Um, I kind of missed out on that one. Um... See you guys next year. And then, yeah, no. That's what he said. That's the exact same thing he said. He goes, see you next I'll year. I'll catch up with you guys I'll next catch up year. With you, and I'll finish what I started. And Miguel kind of gives him the what the fuck what look. What are you fucking like, talking about, right? Because then he goes, yeah, yeah, no. I, I, I'll, I'll see you. You won't see me. I'll, I'll come, come in, and I'll find you. We'll just finish this off. Both of you next year. Yeah. And then he goes, Miguel's like, fuck you. And then pops him right in the leg. And he goes, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, he pops him in like the chest and then shoots him in the kneecap. Right? And he goes, wait, wait, wait. It's, you can't do that. That's murder. And I'm just thinking. It's against know, the law. I'm like, it's the same fucking thing. If you're murdering somebody, you're murdering somebody. The purge exactly. is the fucking stupid. And the, that's why before we go back into that, I want to talk about a little bit about the dialogue that between uh, Penelope and the purge protector. Yeah. I thought it was very, very well scripted and very well done because they had a very good... Um, Back and forth. Because the Purge Protector is still on that whole Tony Robbins purge right. kick. You know, it's my right, this, that, and the other. And, and she spits it right back in his face. Penelope has a really an excellent line. An yeah. excellent line. Because, you know, she was, you know, believing the Kool-Aid. And, mm-hmm. You know, she was believing the yeah. line that was fed to her. And she goes, well, if people got better, would we need the Purge? Exactly. And, and you're sitting there going, wow, this chick just dropped some existential shit on mm-hmm. me. You know. Dropping that mad knowledge. Yeah. And I, she was absolutely right. Yeah, she 100%. Goes, I went from wanting to die to promising I'm never going to be a victim again mm-hmm. in a 12-hour span. Yep. And she goes, and she goes, you are proof that the purge is not working. I am proof that the purge is not working. And I was like, damn, you're just fucking just getting it, Penelope. Just fucking preach. Because you know? science. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Aliens. <laughs> no, <laughs> but... I mean, and she makes really good points. Mm-hmm. You know, if it was working, if all these people, you know, granted crime is down. Right. You know, in this in this purgetopia, but nothing else is getting better. Nope. I mean, these people are still committing murder. Mm-hmm. They're committing these these atrocities to, to do what? To make themselves feel better for 12 hours? Yep. But the other 364 days and 12 hours, they're dickheads to one another? It's, and you know what? And, and uh, Joe didn't hear a word of it. No, no, he, he was didn't. too stuck in his own head and his vote full of bullshit. Yeah, he was, you know, this is my right as an American to purge. America. And he even points, like when he has the gun, he even points to the the U.S. flag, mm-hmm. the, the little Velcro flag that's on his chest piece. He's like, oh, it's my right as an American. And I'm just like, whoa, dude, somebody drank the Kool-Aid and that wasn't even the stuff off the bus. Nope. So <laughs> we, get in the, we get into the piece where, you know, Miguel and, and the purge protector are having their little scuffle and whatnot. And... <laughs> Miguel just often shoots him after the after the purge horn. He goes, it's murder. And he goes, fucking so? I, the whole night has been nothing but murder. Oh, yeah. And then to add insult to injury, yep. the, the part that you know, I, I really did like, but the part that I'm calling bullshit on. Okay, so the pool is still full for this abandoned school, right? The whole reason why the pool was still full is because Miguel kicks that dude in the pool and lets him drown. Yeah, I'm like, I knew that's it. hardcore. I, I will, I, and I knew that the I knew that pool was going to come into play. I did too. Yeah, because once again, it phoned it a mile away, but you knew something was going to happen. I don't know if they're going to fight underwater. Well, but then uh, you know, and that also leaves it up to you know, you watch a lot of horror films. I like I, I like to watch a lot of horror films. One big jump scare. Not even necessarily a jump scare, you but it le- it leaves it open for you know, we didn't see a body. Yeah. You know, we saw him get kicked into the pool and then Miguel and Penelope leave. It's so possible. Possibly Joe is, is alive and he comes back as Snake Plissken, you know, with an eye patch. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like full on just vile and evil. Maybe, maybe he gets one of those cool little eyeballs that Ronomitra had in Doomsday. There you go. No, but here's the thing. I don't think so. I mean, if so... It would have to be really, really drastic because he couldn't, like, sneak behind him. Because that was his power of just being a faceless, um, faceless an American, faceless random white dude. now he's got a big old eye right? patch and a now lamp. Now he's got an eye patch, <laughs> a lamp, a scar. He can't blend in anywhere unless he's in a leper colony. You know? Or a pirate. You're right. Yar! Halloween's the only time I can come out. Right? And say <laughs> Tis be purging I be. But the starboard bow and the poop. Pack. You know, from every movie that we've ever seen, <coughs> if you don't see a body, did it really happen? Did they really die? He shot him so, six times. So possibly we have a Loomis moment. Exactly. <laughs> you know, 
I don't, I don't know. Maybe maybe we inter- interject Loomis into the purge. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we get a lot of you get a lot of that tit for tat, and you know when Miguel and Penelope come out, you see that Jenna and Pete the Copper sitting on a like this sitting on a park bench. Dun, dun, dun. But Pete the Cop goes, "Yeah, I heard you shoot him," and then the horn sounded. Right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and so Miguel's like. Oh, yeah, I think I could buy into that story. Mm-hmm. You know, because Pete the Cop was one of those people that was trying to expose all of his, you know, all of his brothers and sisters in blue, you know, because they were purging during the, you know, the, right. the criminal element. Well, now he's breaking the rule for Miguel because he realizes that this was a safety issue. This wasn't no, just because it was, somebody was wanting to kill people. Yeah. And you know what? He will do it again next year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And he will. And you know what? Stalking and creeping and setting all that stuff up is still illegal. So he's still breaking the law. Mm-hmm. And so, like, yeah, sometimes you got to look the other way to get shit done. Because a guy like the purge protector, old Joe, from now on, he's, um, yeah, he's despicable. And sometimes you just need to just... Let yep. go. So then the purge night ends, but the purge goes on and on. Yes. And then we fast forward one year. Mm-hmm. We see that Jenna is living in France. Uh-huh. Um, we see that Miguel and Penelope stop well, by the bar to say goodbye. And, you know, they, they kind of have this nice little, you know, au revoir, you know, commentary with, with Pete the cop about, you know, everything that's going to go on. Mm-hmm. Well, we see that Miguel and Penelope, after they leave the bar, they they they're actually the purge medics, yeah. which brings it kind of full circle for Miguel back to you know the earlier episodes. They're true purge protectors. Yeah, and then to weave in with Jenna's storyline, I thought it was really cool because you see, you know, it, it's purge night. It's right. it's the night. Uh, it's the night of the purge. Jenna's holding the baby and she's watching the TV. She's watching a, a French broadcast of the you know the United States, and the reporter on TV is referencing that the EU is talking about possibly instating a purge of their own on yeah. you know on European soil. I like and, that. And they talk they, they talk about a vote being brought in front of the EU council to see about having a purge. Mm-hmm. So potentially we're we're talking about USA and Blumhouse bringing this overseas to where we have like a worldwide purge. The world purge. The only, okay, so we've already had enough of those though. World purge. Yeah, there's genocides going on all oh, over. Oh no, the that's world. true. That's true. But you know what? Do we need another one? I right. And they're just like popping people with French baguettes. No, um, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of wanted to see the thing like when they're talking about it, like Jenna's holding the baby, and then all of a sudden you hear like the Eiffel Tower. Right. So you didn't want to see the reporter talking about potential purge? No, I wanted to see it actually like anarchy is happening, you know. But I she did, moved and she didn't know that France, had a, France purge. had a purge, right? But I did like the uh, reporters like, oh, and the purge started. We're getting the fuck out of here. Yeah, right? the, the, the American <laughs> the American reporter on TV is like, you know, we're we're just seconds away from the commencement of the annual purge, and all of a sudden you're let's get the fuck out of here, Steve. Right? <laughs> you know, and he be bolts off air. First of all, you know that's not Anderson Cooper because he'd be right there tracking people down with the fucking uh, uh, the purging. But you definitely know it's not Dan Rather because he'd probably be purging. Dan Rather would be purging. <laughs> he'd, he'd probably be purging a bunch of self-righteous like Republicans somewhere. He's sitting Rather there. smash. He's sitting there in like a teddy bear outfit. Looking, <laughs> With a shotgun. This is Dan Rather. You know, making the It's for you assholes in Congress that aren't doing shit. Right? All he's, all he's doing is pur- purging all the guys from like the Sunday morning political talk shows. <laughs> Fucking the talking head pundits. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that pretty much wraps up our, our season of The Purge. Yeah. Which, you know, honestly, I'm really excited that, you know, they just literally announced like six hours ago. Yeah. That USA has picked up The Purge for a second season. Which is exciting. Which I kind of thought they would because every time we go to IMDb, it, it's always kind of referenced season one. Right. You know, it was always kind of up in the air on whether or not we were going to get another season. Mm-hmm. But then I started doing a little bit more research when the new officially broke out that they were going to green light the second season yeah this apparently took over usa's number one drama spot i mean they're get, they're tracking it like 2.1 million viewers per episode in certain demographics and nice. i think like 1.7 if you average overall very which cool. is which is very cool for a 10 you know a 10 episode, 10 episode. miniseries mm-hmm. especially based on a, like a niche horror 
franchise. Yeah. You know, I mean, The Purge, it's a big name movie. I mean, people know of The mm-hmm. Purge and the concept, but like other than that, to base it off of, I mean, you can't base things off Freddy Krueger anymore. You know, so the I fact wish that, we could. Yeah, I mean, you did with Freddy's Nightmares, but that had it was cool, but right. it had nothing to do with it. Yeah, it didn't get any traction, right? Listen, I'm glad it's getting some traction. The Purge, there's still a lot of good avenues to go into. If we don't ever see hide nor hair of any of the characters we've seen again, I'm cool with that. Yeah, me too. If we see all brand new characters, I'd be cool with that too. If we just see every like, oh, thanks Penelope, thanks Miguel, and they're like, bye, and they go off, and then the main new main character goes do their thing, or they all meet at Pete's bar, I'm cool with that too. I like what they're doing, and I still think there's a lot more good stuff to be mined in the world of Purge. Oh yeah, absolutely, and I mean, especially if they break it out to like a worldwide Purge mm-hmm. or like a like a European Purge or something like that. Yeah, I mean, the story definitely has more legs. Yeah, but, but I, I mean, like even keep it, yeah, keep even it, if they keep it in America, it, yeah, even if they keep it in America, I mean, I'd like to see a rural purge where you yeah. got a bunch of farmers and overalls like chasing people with pitchforks, right? Like you fucking know, like old school, exactly. Like a fucking the end of a Universal monster movie, yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> so I, I dug it. Yeah, so we'll probably have to wait. Probably, what would you say? Maybe eight, nine months. Yeah. For for another season probably, of the purge, probably next Halloween ish. Because I mean, honestly, if you think about it, they they snuck the purge this first season in pretty quickly. Yeah, you know, we had heard about it being announced, and all of a sudden it was like, bam! There, there's episode one. But it was fucking brilliant of uh, USA to book it when they did because you had a purge on Halloween night and you have a purge on election night. Mm-hmm. And if you put the two of those two events kind of together, you have the purge. You have the two scariest nights <laughs> in American you know, history. Exactly. You have the purge. So All Hallows Eve and election night. Mm-hmm. Bum, bum, bum. All Hallows election. So, so I'm I'm excited to see where season two goes. Me too. Um, I, I you know just like you said, I think they've got a ton more you know material that they can utilize. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know I'm not necessarily tied to these characters anymore because I think they pretty much wrapped up everybody's story. Yeah, which was awesome, and they wrapped it up well. Yeah. So do we have anything else we need to cover on the on Mm-mm. season one of the Purge? Mm-mm. Okay. So like every do like we do on every episode on a scale of one to ten, ten being the highest. How would you rank this episode? And how would you rank the series overall? See, I was going to ask you that, too. I was going to ask you that. Okay. So, um, this episode, I don't think we can shower anymore. I can't shower really any more praises. My beefs were all minor. There was a couple of... The, the only sh- the technical issues, I thought that the the rubble of the explosion shot lasted a little too long because it loved me. Oh, somebody's alive. They're going to come and get him. Because that whole time, I thought Pete the Cop was going to get shot in the back of the dome by Rex the Texan or one of the red shirts from Carnival of Flesh. So kind of red herring me, and mm-hmm. I didn't like that. But other than that, I'm going to say eight and a half. Cool. Because I thought it wrapped up everything well, a good conclusion, and very cathartic. Very yeah. cathartic, especially with the Jenna. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, eight and a half overall. And for the season, I'm going to go a good solid eight and a half. I really enjoyed it. And if it was like... To, if, to maybe to break it up in like three movies or something, it'd be a fucking dope trilogy. I'd sit and watch the whole thing, yeah. movie style. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go ahead and eight with uh, an eight with the episode mm-hmm. because there were you know just goofy little things I had issue with, like how is there still water in the pool kind of right. Deal. Is you know is, is Joe the Purge Protector actually dead? Right. You know th- those kind of things that we've seen like tropes you know used over and over in shows and mm-hmm. movies. So, but I'm, I'm not going to let that detract from the fact that they did some really awesome stuff. Yeah. With Penelope finally snapping out of her, I'm going to let everybody purge me because man, man you know her kind of angstiness to to realize that you know Miguel came all this way just to save her. Yeah. Because he values her. Mm-hmm. You know, so she kind of flipped the script on herself and said, you know, look. The purge doesn't work, you yeah. know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna work against the purge, you know, and I'm gonna become a, a mash medic, yeah. you know. And then I really do like the fact that they didn't allow Rick to live. I mean, I say that sounds terrible. No, but but it, it's not because he was a, a dislikable character, but he just served no purpose after everything was kind of broken out with Joe. Jenna had a better like resolution to her story, yeah. where she is carrying this baggage of Rick's death. But she still has to explain to their child, you know, what exactly, why, you know, the the, the baby's dad was purged. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was an interesting wrinkle into her story. Yeah. And then overall, I think for the series, I'm going to give it a solid nine, man. Yeah? And yeah. I'm going to give it a nine. Nice. Because I like the fact that they didn't overdo the gore. Yeah. You know, they really didn't break into a lot of action until, like, episode four. Yeah. I mean, we got a lot of character. We got some really good actors. 
that, that were on the show. I mean, we did. the um, the the Jane. lady Jane was an incredible character. I mean, mm-hmm. incredibly you know uh, diverse cast. Yeah. In, in regards to ethnicity, you know, we had a lot of female driven storylines, which was really cool to see. The Matron Saints are fucking dope. Yeah, I want to see the Matron Saints. Right. I want to see the Purge spinoff of the Matron Saints. That's why I hope like in the next season there's a lot of carryover. Yeah. You know, like Pete's the Bar, the Matron Saints, fucking um. Otis' gaunt- gauntlet. The gauntlet, you know? Stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I think that would be dope. Not too much, but if they had, like, you know, you know it'd be dope to see an episode cop style of the Matron Saints. Yeah, so, like, like first-person footage of everything mm-hmm. where they're mm-hmm. wearing, like, body cams or whatever. It's still with the Bad Boys theme song, too. You know, it'd still work. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to go with the, the first season. I, it was a good one for me. I mean, I know there's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of people that probably disagree with my, my assertion, but, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. Here's my only beef with that. I mean, not with your score, but, like, when people are going to say and people are going to, like, there's two things that I'm thinking that we're going to hear the most of arguments. One, it's just stupid violence mm-hmm. and with nothing to say and just a dumb violence exploita- for violence sake. exploitative, which I say nay nay. There's a lot of good commentary going on, social commentary, uh, self looking inside of you territory, self reflection, self reflection. Like, would you do this? What would you do? How would you, you know? And also, they're like, oh, it's just a dumb action show, and everything was photographed and telling in. You can't, you can see things coming a mile away. Mm-hmm. And I said that before. But at the same time, this is one of those ones where don't fucking nitpick so much and just sit back and enjoy the ride. You know the shit's coming. It's like a carnival scare. You know there's coming, but every now and then they surprise you, and that's what makes everything better. Yeah, exactly. So so, I, you, so you're going to go eight and a half on yep. the season. I'm going to go nine. Um, I want to remind everybody that we do still have AMC's The Walking Dead recaps, mm-hmm. uh, and those air every Monday after the actual show drops on Sundays. Then winter is coming. Yes, so in 2019, we've got a pretty big year. I mean, we're going to have The Walking Dead again. And we're going to have apparently a purge. Yeah. And, and then we're going to have, we'll have Game, a, Game of Thrones. And hopefully we'll have a fucking end of the Badlands. Oh, no, we're going to have into the Badlands, We pal. fucking better. Christmas. Yes. Christmas is, win, winter is coming, but Christmas is too. Excellent. So, yes, we're, we're definitely going to be back for that one because I know that Genius and I are both incredibly stoked. Um, we're going to try to get Sherman Augustus back. Hopefully for, for next season to yes. kind of give us a little bit of insight for, you know, what's going to happen with Nathaniel Moon. So keep your fingers crossed, you know, ladies and gentlemen, and everything, uh, everything should work out. But on behalf of Genius McGee, I am Dustin P. I'm going to take a dip in the pool and purge. <laughs>